Get Up with Mitchell and Michael. On Hit 96.1. Good morning, everybody. My name is Timmy. This is Michael Rolfs. Good morning, everyone. And welcome to the Mitchell and Michael show with the coronavirus the radio industry. Simple. We're not going away anytime soon. He's forced to live in a world with us. Yep. Uh, it won't go back to normal. Just adjust and deal with it. Uh, no, uh, but do continue your normal day under self-isolation and social distancing rules and just keep the radio on. That's that's the new norm, isn't it? Absolutely. And in uh, 10 minutes' time, there was something that I thought had become the new norm. I thought I would never see this product again. I oh. thought I would... We lived in a world without it. Coronavirus has robbed us of some essentials. You can't find them at the shop, but I finally did. I finally found some, mate. And coming up in 10 minutes, I'll tell you where it was. Maybe it's still there. Maybe you can get some too. But I found it, and uh, what a joyous day yesterday was. The hottest product currently going around the economy. Uh, before we go into that, uh, there's a documentary, Michael Ross, that I've been looking forward to for many years. Uh, it's been 20 years in the making. Uh, it's about none other than the Michael Jordan, okay? Hmm. And I've started to notice a trend, the lead up to this. It's people riding the coattails of Michael Jordan still. And I'm not knocking them. In fact, I applaud people that ride the coattails of others. You know us. We, we love a good name drop. And I want to ask people I'm so coast a similar question. Whose coattails are you still riding? That's next. Hit 96.1. Kick it off with Doja Cat. Say so. Hit 96.1. 96.1. It's 6.07. Now, after 7 o'clock this morning, Mitch, there are people in Limestone Coast who are, you know, who are possibly afraid of a new technology rolling out in the region. They don't want it. They think it's dangerous. But we're going to find out, is it really? Could it affect your life? And did it create coronavirus? More on that after 7 o'clock. But, Michael Ross, I want to talk about people riding coattails. You know I love a good name drop. I love a good take me to the promised land with our previous friendship. You've gone on made yourself successful, and I'm going to use that to elevate myself. We all do it, whether you like to admit it or not. Huh? It's not what you know, it's who you know. That's the exactly. old saying. That's, that's Carlene Tinley, my mum's favourite saying. Uh, also, it was often when I didn't make uh, basketball teams. <laughs> but there's a documentary series that came out last night called The Last Dance, Michael Jordan's final year, 1998, and his final, you know, real year before he came back for the Wizards. Uh, <laughs> played, we don't talk about those. Uh, he played for the Chicago Bulls, and it was the third championship in his second three-peat. He won six championships. And you look, they've been sitting on this footage for like 20, 25 years or so, 21. And they had to kind of get his... Um, uh, his permission to release said footage. It's kind of like the hottest sports documentary in, in probably the history of sports. That's how good it's going to be. I think it's on Netflix. Okay. Now, a lot of media outlets are covering it, especially in America, and especially with what's going on right now. There's not a lot of sports. So a lot no. of focus is on the documentary series, right? Now, even if he wanted to, and he's not uh, big on interviews anyway, but he would be doing it any, this, this time around. Michael Jordan... 
getting him in for an interview, okay? There's heaps of media outlets that would want Michael Jordan. Now, they can't all get him. No. And what I've started to notice is you can tell the pull that some of these outlets have, and it's little, because it's like they've gone down the roster and they've gone, Michael Jordan, can we get him? No. Okay. Who can Scotty, we? Scotty Pippen, oh. the Australian Luke Longley. Can we get... No, no we can't get Oh, them. not that long. They've, yeah. they've gone down like the 15-man roster to... Can I present to you classics like Scott Burrell? <laughs> oh, what averaged, a great find. Averaged uh, six points a game. What about Dickie Simpkins? Well, that's just a great name. I'd love to talk to him as well. Or the classic... I'm sure he was vital in the uh, in the championship. Bill Wennington. Hey, they all got the rings too. You know, now, they all know the great man. This is the thing: is I feel like that's what they're doing. Is they're like, look, we couldn't get anyone that's Michael Jordan. Can we get the person that's closest to a guy that probably knew Michael Jordan? And I want to know, like, is anyone else that guy? Like, does anyone else know a famous person? Look, if you wanna, if you wanna talk about uh, Jago O'Meara at Hawthorne, uh, I can, you know, I'm available for interview. I spoke to him once when he transferred to my school briefly in See, Year Twelve. Like, I, I can go, I can go one better. Uh, even if you don't know AFL footy, you probably know someone like Nat Fife, Frio Dockers, yeah, you know, double brown, dual Brownlow medalist, yeah. right? Well, I know. Uh, Rory Lobb that plays with with him. So, so there's that. Ninety six point one. If you, who do you know? I would actually lie, Dave. Send us a message. Hit ninety six point one Limestone Coast on Facebook. Uh, who do you know? And we'll interview you about them. <laughs> <laughs> it's your time to shine, Limestone Coast. It's Richard Michael. Hit ninety six point one. Here's some Medusa now. 96.1, Green Day holiday there at 622. We've got new sport and weather on the way. And what's trending? That's in five minutes' time. Yesterday, we discovered a brand new Netflix show, Too Hot to Handle. On the other side of what's trending this morning, I'm going to give you my review. You asked for my oh. thoughts. I watched the first episode of Too Hot to Handle on Netflix. I do like that whenever I say that on air, you live up to it. So if I tell you to watch something and report back the next day, (laughs) you do. I absolutely do. And afterwards, training this morning, we will dive into that dumpster fire that is too hot to handle. But uh, it's time now to dive into another dumpster, the bargain bin. There's little tweets. All my bin chickens out there. Join the bargain bin now. It's a group on Facebook. Uh, lots of members of the Limestone Coast jump in there all the time. And let's have a little look, Mitch, at uh, the the Easter break. There were there was a great, great post in the bargain bin of some absolute finds. I was able to find some, like, 20-cent hot cross buns. The I think that was, like, on Good Friday or on... The Thursday before, so that was a great find. But uh, Summer Tully, she, uh, look at this. Look at this spread here. We got meat, as far as the eye can see, all of it reduced. 65% off, 40% off. This is one of the best posts from a member of the public in the history of the bargain bin. Yes, uh, if people want to be a part of it, Michael's Bargain Bin, where you basically flaunt all the specials you find. Now, I flaunted something yesterday. That 
keen, keen eyes in the bargain bin would look at it and go, well, hang on. There's no, there's no reduction on that. You're not telling me that that was on sale. I don't see the reduced sticker. It doesn't look like it's about to expire. Michael, how is that a bargain? Well, I'll tell you why it's a bargain, Mitch. Because since the outbreak of coronavirus, I've not been able to find this product. You know what I'm talking about. The old TP, the toilet paper. Yes, yes, as a hot commodity. The bog roll. Yep. Very, very hard to come by. But I found a 20-pack. Mate, a twenty, tw- a twenty pack. You said you said to me off air yesterday that you found a single, individually wrapped, one ply. Yeah, the one that says uh, people have seen it. The one that says it looks like it's from the seventies, and it's got a thousand written on it, and it's like it's like one ply. Well, this is three ply. Whoa, twenty rolls in the bag. The bag is so big, they have. They have this little handle on it that's called the love handle. Really? Which I know plenty about, so I was like, I know what that yeah. is. I've got a couple of myself. So I <laughs> scooped that up, and I felt, like, I felt like royalty. I felt like a god amongst men, because I'm then walking through the shops with my 20-pack, and people are going to me, oh, mate, where'd you get that? Where'd you find... Where in the store is that? And I said, well, my friend, uh, if you just walk around the corner here, you two will find the pallet of the toilet paper. Yeah. And Look, I, it was amazing. Can, can I just can I just ask? Like, I'm sure many supermarkets are up to date now. Was it at Coles? It was at Coles. Yeah, I found some too. Yeah, and it, like the toilet paper aisle, still bare, still right? bare, it's still bare. But then you walk around the side where you buy the Easter eggs. Boom, there it was. And I, I saw. I think I got like a nine pack because I don't like physically holding it. Oh, I feel a bit weird. And <laughs> I hate like, to admit to the world I poop. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I crept up to it like it was Indiana Jones before he takes that little the totem skull, thing. Yeah. yeah, that's what it felt like. <laughs> I was like, surely this can't be real. Like, I felt like I was going to go grab it, and then a Coles like, employer is going to jump out and be like, gotcha! <laughs> it's just avocados. Uh, uh, shepherd they- avocados. Oh, gross. Uh. <laughs> Get up with Mitchell and Michael. 26.1, it's 6.42. A double shot there to kick off this half hour. Halsey and Sean Mendez coming up after 8 o'clock this morning. I had a thought about birthdays and children, and I'm wondering if people are planning their family sort of across a year. More on that after 8 o'clock this morning. But yesterday on the show, Mitch, you challenged me to watch the new reality TV series that is blowing up at the moment. It's called Too Hot to Handle. It's on Netflix, debuted on uh, Friday, premiered. Have a little listen to the promo. This retreat is full of the sexiest people in the world. I would rate myself a 10 out of 10. Bring that here, reel it in. Yeah, that's right. Those people, they, are you thinking, oh, they sound insufferable? They are. They are. Oh, I, <laughs> I, do, I do not like most of them. It's a, re- it's a really hard watch when you try to pick, like, who's your fave, because that always happens in reality TV. So you watched the first episode. How long was the episode? Are we talking 45 minutes? Yep, 45 minutes. I watched the first episode. And then I watched the second episode because I needed to. It, it was like watching a car crash. It was like I need to. What? How does? Where does this go? 
what is happening. I can't turn away from really? this hot pile of garbage. Okay. What was the what was the cliffhanger that that made you go into episode two? The cliffhanger was that someone had broken the rules. Okay. okay. So the rules of Too Hot to Handle are is that think of like a. Uh, Love Island or like a Bachelor in Paradise like they're in a beautiful location it's all these people trying to like trying to hook up trying to have relationships with each other but the rule is that they can't kiss and they can't have the sexy times Uh, those are off the table because that will eat in to the prize money there is $100,000 up for grabs and every time someone breaks the rules, you lose money. Okay. And so it's like a CEO of a high-profile <laughs> media company. And so there's an Aussie in there, okay? And, the, and so I feel like I can talk about him because he's he's an Australian. And I've got to okay. go after him. His name is Harry, okay? Okay. Harry is a dog. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he is an absolute dog. And if you've watched it, you know what I'm talking about. Because he... He breaks the rule first. He kisses he kisses one of the women on there, and that costs the group three thousand dollars in prize money. Three thousand bucks a kiss. Three thousand bucks for just kissing. Jeez. And then and then he just straight up lies. This is what I don't this is what I don't get about reality TV people. Everything is on camera. Why do you lie? He just straight up goes, no, no, she she kissed me. Oh, she cost us the money. And he is just, he's this one at the end of this little promo here. I will read myself. Where he goes, oh, my little quesadillas. My little quesadillas? Oh, my little quesadillas. I will read myself 10 out of 10. Bring that here. Reel it in. He's got him. That's Harry. And uh, just me and my partner. Like that, he's just—he's just like the worst Australia has to offer. Can you continually make your partner watch that show so she will finally realise that I'm not the worst guy ever? Hit <laughs> six point one. Get on up, get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit ninety six point one. Hit ninety six point one. It's seven eleven, and coming up after eight o'clock this morning. You know, I've been married for a few months now, and. I'm sure many married couples, even unmarried couples, probably discuss, like, having a family, whether now or in the future. And I, and I realise something. I reckon my family, my parents, I think they planned out their children to a T. More on that after 8 o'clock this morning, though. Now we need to dive into one of the local hot topics in the Limestone Coast, Mitch. I'm talking five... G. Oh, don't say that. I'll get corona. Oh, oh, oh. you'll be surprised the number of people in the world, right, who believe that or suspect that 5G technology, cellular technology, is somehow responsible for coronavirus. But, look, I'm a man that doesn't stand in front of someone who's using the remote for the TV because I'm scared of the cancers. But... (laughs) So you're telling me that 5G won't give me the cancers, won't give me the coronas, no. won't give me the heebie-jeebies? I'm sorry to say uh, that no, it is, uh, it's not how, harmful. But just like the world being flat, how do you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me break it down for you, okay? okay? So the radio waves that we 
that you and I broadcast on every morning. Oh, we're part of the problem. <laughs> they are not too dissimilar from cellular technology. Oh, no. It's in a similar frequency range. So you have like radio frequency, right? Which is like a wave that moves up and down. The yeah. slower the wave, the less damaging it is to us. And so we have a spectrum, and, a, and it's sort of around halfway, is where we put ultraviolet light. As far as science knows, that is the first wavelength that is damaging. Okay. This already sounds like year two of my uni degree. <laughs> <laughs> and so, okay, so let me put it this way. If you use a microwave, you shouldn't yep. be afraid of 5G. If ah, you use 4G, I, you should be afraid of 5G. You see, I stop the microwave before it gets to zero. <laughs> that helps you, does it? It does. <laughs> now, it's a, it's a common thing. Okay, it pops up in history as well. This always happens. And it's good. It's good to be sceptical of new technology. But it's also important to listen to experts. When we invented the steam train, people thought that we would die if we travelled over 30 miles an hour. Oh. They thought that trains, that they thought that riding in a train, your body could, like, melt. It was, they were like, we don't you, know what will happen if we go that fast. Did you know if I'm steaming vegetables on a pot, on a stove, yeah. I don't put the lid on because I'm scared it will, like, build up and explode? Like a pressure cooker? Yeah. But w- why would it do that? It's not airtight. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Are you part of the problem? Is this you in the Mount Gambia chat group? <laughs> Qu- nah, it's not. You know what the problem actually is? It's Wiz Khalifa. What? The rapper? Yeah. He has like 34 million followers on Twitter. He, um, with the classic, I believe it's See You Again with Charlie Yeah. Booth. He yeah. tweeted though, it was uh, coronavirus, question mark, 5G, question mark, both, question mark. And that went viral. And so they like, that's all it is. It just takes like a Kyrie Irving to say the world is flat and everybody jumps on board. To be on the other side for a second, Wiz Khalifa is also the biggest pothead in the world. (laughs) So keep that in mind, guys. 5G is not as far as we know, and they've done the study, it is not harmful. But seriously, but seriously, you sound like someone who's trying to uh, convert us and is perhaps paid by the government. I do so, not work it, for the fantastic company Huawei. Anyway, <laughs> anyone who dis- disagrees or wants to dispute Michael Ross, uh, hit 961 uh, Lime Circus Facebook page, uh, address it, uh, starting with Dear Know It All Michael, and then go ahead. I will fight, I will fight any conspiracy theorists on any <laughs> conspiracy theory. Hit 96.1. Hit 96.1, it's 7.27. Now, we've got new sport weather on the way. And coming up in what's trending this morning, uh, I have to continue my viewing of Too Hot to Handle and uh, really dive into that further because there are so many reality, reality TV shows at the moment. We'll dive into that in about three minutes. <laughs> it does not compare. The oh, sorry, sort of con- sorry, mate. Your mic wasn't on properly. Oh, was I off? Was I? <laughs> yeah, you were. Not, you were not coming through to the lovely people. I could hear you, but they couldn't. 
Okay, apologize. Uh, I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. Please, now, please do start again if you can. That is radio crime you've committed. Yes, but I think I've committed an actual crime. Uh, COVID nineteen. There's a lot of restrictions, state based and whatnot, with your borders and everything. And and a lot of people would know that if you try to cross the border into Victoria, you are stopped by the long arm of the law, and they quiz you. They go, "Where are you going?" And yeah. you go. Oh, no, nowhere. And then you turn around and you go back. And That's right. Self-isolate. Or if you have a reason, you keep going. Now, I'm worried that I've broken the law because last night I was going on a drive because I wanted to get out of my house, but I didn't want to get out in the community. I wanted to sort of like stay contained on the off chance that I could be sick. I'm selfless like that. I'm not. But just wanted to be sure. So I started driving. Right. Now, just out the front of, like, when you drive past, like, the blue light, you know where I live, and you go past, uh, like, as if you're driving past time, and you, you just, you, I just kept driving straight. And you get to, like, I think it's, like, the, the Pick Ave yeah. sort of area. And I just, I just kept driving, just thinking, just playing the music, uh, just having thinking about life, about the new world that we live in, Okay. It was getting dark. It was maybe like 7 o'clock. And as I was driving, it'd been about, I don't know, 20 minutes, 25 right. minutes, and I've stopped. And I realized, oh, there's no more houses. There's no more buildings on either side. There was nothing but bushes and trees. and <laughs> So I, I had the thought that, oh, no, I might be out of, might be out of Mount Gambia. And it got me worried. Because, like I said earlier, there's cops on the border. Yeah. But they're on, like, the other side. Like, they're on, like, the... the, And I don't know how long they're there. I don't know if they're there 24-7. So, I didn't look. But I turned around and I drove right home. I am scared, Michael Ross, that I was in Victoria. Did you see... I'm trying to figure out which road you were on. Did you end up getting onto the highway? So, Picav, corner of Picav and the highway near Harvey Norman there? No, I was on the one closer. So, I was like, just as you pass, you know, before you turn onto the Blue Lake. Yeah. And you go into that way. Like, just as close as you can be, but just going like... Bay Road. Yeah. So, the furthest you can then go, if you don't come off of Bay Road... Is is Port McDonough? Like it just goes straight to the sea? No, 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 not that way. I was no. going the other way. The so other I was way. going the 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 left. Like so, as if you were going to Port May, you went left. So I was like heading towards the border. Okay, okay. So here's the thing: if you did, you now have to stay at home for two weeks. No, but here's here's the question. Is what I'm saying. Here's the question. Here's the question. Here's the question. Here's yeah. the question. First of all, I don't know. I can't confirm if I cross the border. Yeah, that's okay. And two, I didn't get out of the car. But which setting did you have the car on? Did you did you press the button where the little air arrow is coming through the car or did you press the one where it goes around the car? No, it was just circulating the air that was already in the car. Okay, I know then what you're, you're trying safe. to do. Then you're safe. Yeah. yeah. So that is that fine? Yeah, so if you don't... So, here's my loophole. Did you have the window down at any point? No, here's my loophole. 
can I drive as far as I want into Victoria if I don't get out of the car? And I want to say, say yes. And then when I come back, car wash. You can drive all the way to the Ruby Princess <laughs> with your windows up. <laughs> Into there where they have the ferry bit for the yeah. car. <laughs> you roll in there and then come straight back and you're fine. Just don't touch the car. Get up with Mitchell and Michael. 26.1, it's 7.44. After 8.30 this morning, Mitch, do you have a bit of a double-edged problem where something you really want or something you really want to do but it hurts you. It hurts you in some way. More on that like, after eight thirty. Like love. Yes, just like love. <laughs> That's great. And you know who I love? I love my family. I do. Yeah. And uh, this holidays, uh, you might have noticed we were off air for a couple of weeks. This holidays, we we tried to keep that love going. You know, by staying in touch. And everyone is on Zoom. Everyone, Mitch. Do you have a Zoom account? Not me, mate. I'm on Microsoft Teams, like we're contractually <laughs> obligated to say. <laughs> I don't think Teams and Zoom are the exact same functionality, so that's oh, no. okay. No. Now, so we... WebEx? <laughs> yeah, WebEx. Our... Sorry, WebEx. WebEx is like a business-only <laughs> version of Skype. Okay, so much like Zoom. And uh, so you can all get together and you can have like the Brady Bunch-style windows open. And yep. I'm sure you've all been doing it. But have you... Have you had a dinner party over Zoom? Look, first of all, can I disappoint you immensely? I had a family catch-up yeah. uh, the other day. We, you, My sister and uh, parents that are in Perth, uh, we used Facebook Messenger. Oh. Yeah, okay. we used the video version of that. How did I that go? We were, it was fine, but you can't <laughs> adjust much. Look, it's, it does the job. Now, so it was my, it was my wife's. Dad's birthday, so my father-in-law's birthday. That's weird oh, to say. Leafy. Yeah, it was his birthday uh, a couple of weeks ago. And so typically what happens for those occasions, we go to Melbourne, we drive to Melbourne, and then quite often we'll go out for Japanese food. <laughs> it's all, really? specifically Japanese food. And <laughs> this time around, uh, we couldn't, can't cross the border. Victoria's like full lockdown, uh, so couldn't go over. So yeah. what do we do? We said we all got on Zoom, and we all ate Japanese. Do we have a Japanese restaurant here? Well, here's the thing: we we don't, not really. We have I will say their name. So in Mount Gambier, there's Noodle Sushi Bar. Like cha ching, fifty bucks in Michael <laughs> Ross's pocket. No, I'm definitely no. They didn't ask me to do no, that. That's not how it works. Or but, does it? <laughs> not me. I was at Subway. <laughs> But they were the, so they were the only place that we could find that had some Japanese like dishes. Yep. So we went okay. So we go there. So we we had like <laughs> my wife had like a bento box and Japanese, and I had like some uh, udon noodles. And then we've Japanese, and we've sat down and we've had like a Zoom dinner party. Is it just quickly? Is it mildly racist of me to think? Like that, you guys just had sushi. That was it. Like I didn't imagine there was no other dish you. There could is have. nothing you, else. And you mentioned two, so <laughs> I am being uh, educated. Yes. Uh, so you would sat down. Had did you dress up? Uh, I, I looked appro- like I looked appropriate. It wasn't like our meetings with the boss where we're just we're not even wearing pants. I did <laughs> I did dress like nicely. I was wearing like like jeans and a t shirt. Really? And I'm pretty sure my wife had, like, 
done her hair. Really? It's, yeah. So, okay. So you have like a dinner party, and we and we went out and we got and we got drinks to have, and everyone's having drinks really? in the Zoom dinner party. I do encourage you uh, to try now, one with your family. Did it end like most family dinners? Was there an argument of some sort? Oh, was there? No, there was an argument in my Easter catch-up with my fam family. Oh, really? Yes, uh, there was a lot of uh, discussion around COVID nineteen and the performing arts, uh, and so things got a little bit heated on Good Friday. What? Are the performing arts a bit jealous that COVID nineteen is actually getting work? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. That's what it was about. Has anyone else... Oh yeah, that's what I want to know, yeah. uh, if I will. 13, 12, 16, give us a call. Uh, is anyone else doing these sort of catch-ups? Like, almost yes. pretending like you're going out, but over uh, you had, Zoom. Maybe you're having a date, even. A Zoom date with, like, a little oh. candlelit dinner. I have a, fr- I have a friend that um, messaged me. He went back to New Zealand and he had to be in self-quarantine for 14 days and he's rampant on Tinder. Like, he's <laughs> a bigger virus. He's a bigger <laughs> virus than coronavirus uh, on Tinder. Uh, Mount Gambia is, is probably good to get rid of him. Uh, many many women are safe now. But uh, he got dressed up and he had, like, three uh, Tinder dates <laughs> in a row. <laughs> on Skype. 3216, uh, you're having uh, some dinner parties or dates over... <laughs> video messaging hit 96.1 get on up get up with Mitchell and Michael on hit 96.1 96.1 it's 7.56 we got new sport and weather on the way but Mitch we're diving into whether or not you broke the law this morning yes did I cross the border last night I was driving uh, we do have the roads uh, we I didn't know which roads I was on because I've only lived here two and a half years <laughs> It's only about four to remember, but I didn't remember. I was traveling along Lake Terrace East, yep. uh, front of the Blue Lake type thing. Mm-hmm. I kept driving and I thought, because I was driving for like half an hour. Okay. And then I was like, this started to look like Victoria. And then I got scared. But I said, even if I was, I did cross the, the border. I stayed in my car. So I can only imagine that that's fair game. But for everyone messaging, technically, I didn't cross the border. Uh, I was on Lake Terrace and I drove all the way until it was Carolyn Road. No, Rewalt Road. Rewalt. 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 Ah, uh, yes, but I didn't turn. So if I didn't turn, how did you drive that... for half an hour then? Well, maybe I was driving really slow. <laughs> like I felt like half an hour. But oh, I don't no, think that, I that road is long enough. Maybe I didn't. Maybe it wasn't a half an hour. I don't know, mate. Time doesn't matter anymore in this self-isolation day. But I didn't turn, so I didn't go onto Carolyn Road, so I couldn't have crossed the border. Well, there you go. So Problem stop calling, solved. Stop calling me, triple zero. <laughs> <laughs> it's an emergency the other way around. Get on up. Get up with Mitchell and Michael. 26.1, it's 8.09, and you can head into Subway for the delicious new snack range starting from just two bucks. We can give you a Subway footlong meal deal if you give us a call on 13, 12, 16, because I need to ask some parents of the Limestone Coast a very important question. I've been married now, Mitch, for about four months. How's it going? It's going very well. I'm enjoying married life thoroughly. Uh, and, of course, then the next step for most people for a lot of people is uh talking then about family you know we've 
went through all the planning of the wedding, had the wedding. What's next for our relationship? Family. Okay. Yeah. And my, my wife, I mentioned it not long ago. She's quite she's quite clucky at the moment, you call it. Uh, like, she very much would like a baby. And so we've been discussing, like, how many kids would we have? Names for the kids, that kind of thing, which I'm sure many parents do. Many couples do that. But I want to know if there are parents out there who planned their children based on their own birthdays. Because I floated this idea to my wife. I said, so if your birthday is January and my birthday is June, we should probably, like, aim to put the kids in, say, like, March, September, maybe in November. You want to financially space it out. For the benefit of, like, presents and gifts and... Sometimes, like, a double-up birthday is not its not always what a kid wants, you know? You don't want to share your birthday necessarily with someone else. So... <laughs> so, just, you pick a date you want, and then you just go, nine months before that, that's when, that's when we'll start making that baby. That is... Yeah, she doesn't make... That's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. I'm convinced that there would be other parents out there who have done that. If I have to look at my whole family, though, then then it starts getting tighter because it's like mum's birthday is March, sister's birthday is May, other sister November, dad September. That means we've got vacancies in July, August, October, December, February, and yeah, April. You, like, and you don't want to double up on. Holidays and whatnot as well. That's true. So then December, you don't really want that. You don't want to. You don't really want to be the Christmas baby. So December's out. April, you don't, do you want? Do you want to clash with Easter and Anzac Day? There's two public holidays in there. So then April's out. So maybe we're looking at a February, a February and a July baby. So where are you thinking? I don't like. I like. I, like July is probably a good one. I like being a middle of the year baby. Because it means you get presents about six months away from the other time of year you get presents, Christmas. Mm, See, I think these point. are the important things to think about. 13, 12, 16, did you plan your children's birth dates around your family? Did you consciously go, let's have a March baby, let's have an April baby, and plan it to a T? Because my wife doesn't like the idea, but I think it's brilliant. 96.1, DJ Khaled there, I'm the one, and Mitch... I'm the one to come up with, I think, a great idea when it comes to having children. Been married for a few months now. My wife kind of wants to start having kids, and so I'm. I'm I don't like. I'm not sure that I'm ready right now, but I'm like, okay. But let's talk about it. Let's plan it, and you could plan your children's birthdays to fall at the correct time of year because you know that it takes nine months, roughly, to have the baby. So you can plan where you want them to be born. And I want to know on 13, 12, 16, if other parents have done that. I can't be the only one to think of this. To plan, you, you want to plan out the exactly because of financial reasons? Financial Fine. reasons, celebratory reasons. You don't want to share a birthday. The kids yeah. don't want to share with you. You don't really want to share with them. You probably don't want them as a Christmas baby either. You only get one gift quite often if you're the Christmas baby. It's true. So it's not as good. You can plan. You just go, 
Okay, we want a if you want a June baby, go nine months prior. Boom, you're looking at you're looking at October. You know, oh, that's when that's when you uh, plant the seeds, as it were, for that yeah. <laughs> that beautiful uh, plant to grow. Now we got Jezza on the line. Jezza, did you did you plant your kids? I don't have any children, but I was going to make a suggestion that you could try for May because you know there's no public holidays except for Mother's Day. Uh, uh, so are you, know, you saying Mother's Day is not good not, enough? No, I'm just saying you know a child on Mother's Day is not a bad idea. The the perfect present. Yeah, well, once every four years, my birthday lands on Mother's Day as well, so. And do you, is that the year you don't get your mum a present and you just, you just walk up like in a ribbon and you're like, Happy Mother's Day! <laughs> no, I get my mum a present. Good boy. Yeah, that was stupid, my friend. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're a good boy, Jezza. You're a good son. You do your mother proud. I hope so. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Now, we have a problem, Mitch, with a, with a May baby. Yeah. Because May is in about a week. So that would be a very premature baby. No, you just three months. You wait three months, then you start. And if I know you, yeah. you'll need three months to research how to actually make a baby. <laughs> chain smokers and Amy Shark, they're the Reaper. Coming up in about five minutes' time, we have our What's Trending Today. And one of the biggest trending things in the world is Tiger King and Jeff Lowe, the man who bought the zoo from Joe Exotic. Oh, spoiler alert. He has been absolutely roasted, and we'll be diving into that in five minutes. Oh, yeah? He's not very likable, is he? No, not really. If you've seen Tiger King, uh, you know who we're talking about. He likes his leather jackets and his little uh, bandanas under hats. (laughs) Yes, he's like a Hulk Hogan with no muscles. Uh, Michael Ross, people will be watching Tiger King, especially tonight if you haven't, because you're bored. Okay, you're probably stuck in self-isolation and you got nothing to do, nothing to look forward to. But also, you might be trolling the old social medias. Okay, and I don't know about you, but I have been invited to many a group with the title Bin ISO Day. Bin ISO Day? Bin ISO Day. What it is, is when do you take your bins out? What day? Thursday. I'm a Thursday okay. in the mount. Thursday, I do it. I do it as well. I don't know if it's the entire amount. I feel like no, there is Wednesday. The, the station yeah. is a Wednesday. Yeah. Now, you take your bin out on a Thursday, agreed upon time. No, when it'd be Wednesday night. Wednesday night, because yep. obviously for the Thursday, Wednesday night, agreed upon maybe seven thirty. Everybody does it because you're socially distanced. You're appropriately apart. And you take out your bin at the same time so everyone in the neighbourhood is out at the same time. And you get to socialise for at least five to ten minutes. And some people have been dressing up in the most formal attire that you could find. Tuxedos, ball gown dresses, it does not matter. You get dressed up and you look forward to this once a week. It has become the weekend. It has become the nightclub for the people. (laughs) And I just want to know if anyone's taken part yet. The bin, the bin ISO party. Yeah. It's like, have you taken your bin, have, do you participate? Do you take your bins out on a Wednesday night or a Tuesday night, whenever it is, for the day after? And do you get dressed up 
and socialize for that small amount of time that you're allowed to. That's all I want to know because I think it's taken off around Australia. So this Wednesday night, because if you're a Thursday boy as well, then this Wednesday night we should both put on our Sunday best and uh, we'll, we'll put some shots up on the Hit 96.1 yeah. Limestone Coast page. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, anyone that else wants to be a part, uh, the night you put your bin out, make sure you organize, let us know, dress up, and we'll see what we can do.